Hello there, and I am so thrilled to have you join us. My name is Amber Griffiths, maker of legends, and it is that time again. So grab your legend pack, crank that speaker to 11. Welcome to legend. This is the get real, get loud with purpose podcast. And this is a series of conversations where we get to explore the dreams and the visions of individuals who are absolutely certain that their message, their story, their movement, it's all destined to create something greater than themselves. That each one of my guests here have chosen to leap into speaking and into entrepreneurship and really into owning their voice. And they're here to share that with each of you. So today we get to speak with Tiffany Kellogg. Tiffany Kellogg, the speaker in socks and the founder of the More Abundant Entrepreneur Community. Tiffany, thank you so much for coming to play. Thank you, Amber, for having me. I always love to get to play. I love it. I It's one of the best things about entrepreneurs. I know there's hard stuff and there's stuff that makes your skin crawl, <laughs> but mostly it's just we're doing what we love. So who can complain about that, right? <laughs> well, even if you could, you shouldn't, but that's a conversation right. for another day. <laughs> then we need to talk about what you're doing wrong here, which is why, why you're spending so much time in the misery. So before we jump into all the fabulous goodness of what you are creating in the world, I want to just give you an opportunity to tell us what you do and how you serve your people the best. Yeah. So my goal is I work with entrepreneurs to help them have more money, more time and more fun, because I think most people didn't become an entrepreneur because they wanted to like go crazy trying to be what an entrepreneur is. They have a vision of I want to help people in this way or that way. But there's a lot of things that go into it and it's easy to be become like an entrepreneur that that job and that business runs your entire world. And while I'm not a fan of harmony, I mean, I'm sorry, a balance, because I don't think you can do it. It's hard. I am a fan of harmony. And so how do we find the harmony of being an entrepreneur, having that successful business, as well as having a life outside of that business that you probably started because you wanted to take you know, those extra long weekends and sleep in late, uh, which doesn't really happen when you have no business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. I love that right up to right from the very beginning. I, I think that balance is a myth. Mm. I don't think everything is equal. So, you know what I mean? It's, so it's like priorities and boundaries and, and absolutely harmony. And mm. I think that's such a personal, personal thing. Like every single person gets to decide where they're, where that harmony lies. I mean, are we on the low end? Do we have more of the high notes? Do we have more low notes? I mean, I'm a music person. You just totally tapped into my- uh, Yeah, I, I see you got the guitar. Behind you, you're like all- Yeah, and sometimes things that you don't think go together, like there can be discord and harmony and, and it works. Right. <laughs> and right. it can sometimes be like total smooth harmony. And so it doesn't always have to be the same. It's just like, I, I'm into yoga a little bit. I'm still new. I can balance on one leg for like a minute or so. And it takes nice. a ton out of me and my leg hurts and it's like so much work. And so for entrepreneurs that think they want to create this balance, you're just asking for more work than, than you need. And right. you got plenty. <laughs> I think it's one of the few things I did right from the very beginning. It like of all the mistakes I have made and things I've learned in 18 years, one of the things I did from the very beginning is I had very strict boundaries on my time. Mm. So I did not, even if I was in my office before eight o'clock or after five o'clock, I did not take phone calls. I did not respond to emails. And so I would have clients call and have emergencies. And why are you answering my phone on a Saturday morning? Like, it's Saturday uh, morning. Office hours. 
There are no marketing PR branding issues that I'm going to resolve on a Saturday morning. Go ahead and leave your message. We'll address this next week. But yeah, it really was one of those things that I might to have balance in my life, to have harmony with my sweet spouse. This is the line I'm drawing. Yeah. So it's one of those few things that I'm like, mm, right from the get go. I know I've wavered and that's a whole, again, that's a different ballgame. So how do you, how do you work with your clients to help them create their own harmony inside their business? So, and you mentioned the P word priority. I think it is a really big deal to think about, okay, what is it that I, I want to focus on? And you know, it's really easy for marketing to let's focus on all this stuff and get all of the stuff going. Um, however, if I'm not having sales conversations, then that may need to be like, you still have to have sales conversations, even if you have killer marketing, because you got to get them to say yes. Um, so sometimes it's it's conversations on that. Sometimes it's how do we put in those boundaries that work for me? I'm typically, I don't work evenings and weekends, kind of like you, though, when football season happens, because I'm not going to watch football, like that is, I'm going to answer all my emails for the week. Now in my Google it's scheduled for them to go out Monday morning. So it doesn't look like I'm answering, but I'm like, I'm not going to be doing anything. It's football season. I'm like, I'm like, yay, football season is ending. And I'm from the South. I'm, it's such a sacrilegious thing, but I'm just like, uh. And so sometimes we have to be creative. And I don't think there's one, one size fits all when it comes to being entrepreneurs. And everybody's different. How much time do you want to spend with that sweet spouse? Um, I love my my husband very much. I love to spend time with him. However, we don't have kids. So there's an empty space there that some entrepreneurs have to, to deal with. And so my goal is we have a program. It's called How to Have 13 Months in the Year. And because the deal is 13-week program, 30 minutes a week, to get you at 13 extra hours. When you do the math, that's 676 hours. Um, more that you get in the year, which is like 28 point something days. So that's how we call it our 13 oh month of the year. Yeah, I know lots of numbers there. That is all the math that's I do. Okay. I'm not a math person. <laughs> um, but the, the intention is, wow. especially as business owners. So how do we have, and if you think about, if we could come up with 13 extra hours in the week, that's almost oh two extra hours a day. Yeah. And it's funny because I'll ask people, what would you do with that time? Some people are like, I want to nap or just yes. actually that was my sleep. first thought. I'm like, oh, I could sleep. That's the sleep yeah. time. Or <laughs> like for me, I, I used to be like, I don't have time for yoga. I don't have time for meditation. I don't have time for journaling. I don't have time for any of that. However, what I find is when I cut out the 90 minutes or so a day that I need for those three activities, I'm actually more productive the other 22 and a half hours of the mm. day and I'm getting more done. And so it is kind of this, you know, where do I fit? What works for everybody? Cause I'm right. a 5 a.m. morning person. I'm happy. Like on Christmas, people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're going to the casino at like seven or 8 a.m. You want to go? And they're like, why are you going so early? I'm like, well, it's kind of our tradition. We get it out of the way. And both my husband and I are those 5 a.m. people or those weird ones. Oh, we're wow. just not naturally that early. But that is not it for everybody. Some people right. are like, Oof, I'm hitting my stride at 5 p.m. Right, right. So, you have your night owls for sure. Right. It's not a one size fit all. And so it's, you know, how many tips and tricks can we take and use the ones that we want and not use the ones that we don't? I like that. I have I have often found in my personal life, I will take as much time as I have. Like if I have mm -hmm. to get ready for something, if I have an hour, it will take me the full hour. If I get six minutes, I can do it in six minutes. And my husband's like, 
I don't understand. You look the same at six minutes or an hour. I'm like, that's completely irrelevant. <laughs> it, it has nothing to do with that. I don't know if it's the speed that I'm moving, but so if I create that time that says, this is my networking timer, this is my me timer, this is my social time. If I can set that out and time block and chunk that, I'm right there with you. I think I feel better. I don't get to the end of the day and go, oh my heck, I didn't get anything done. I, right. oh, I was going to do that. I was going to, I was going to, I should have, could have, would have, all those things. So maybe that's why I feel more productive is I don't have <laughs> so that energy drain of what I should have done. Yeah. So it's actually called Parkinson's law. So it's like a, for real thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a real oh, thing. Yes. Oh, cool. the, the, the task will expand to fill the time that you have. And I really started noticing this so I would back in the day do email like all day. I would start in the morning and to the end of the day and email. But when I went to conference, I would do like 15 minutes before conference. You know, I right. might check a little on lunch. I'd spend about an hour or so in the afternoon just trying to, you know, make sure it was empty. And all of a sudden in 90 minutes, I'm doing what used to take me all day. Oh, wow. And, and so, yeah, it will expand. And so sometimes like I'll set a timer. Okay. I'm doing emails for 25 minutes and I'm going to get done as many emails as I can for 25 minutes. Now I have like a whole system on doing emails. That's a different conversation, right. but I'm like, let me just do it this way. And then at the end of the 25 minutes, I've done what I've done. And then I'll come back to it for another segment later, instead of saying, all right, emails opened. Let me, I mean, we gosh, oh my gosh. It's easy to spend all day on emails. Isn't oh, it? totally. It can totally suck you in. I yeah. actually have a great big timer that I use when I go into social media. Because I will get dragged in. I will be like, oh my goodness, there's this, look at this post. I haven't seen heard, heard anything from her in a very long time. Or, oh, wow, I really care about that. I have a huge, strong opinion about that. Let me just talk about that. <laughs> and suddenly it's two hours later. I'm like, I still have to pee. What am I doing? <laughs> like, I haven't even stopped to <laughs> basic stuff because I get sucked in. So I have yeah. to have a timer that I set for 15 to 20 minutes, depending on the day. Because I'm like, no, I, it's kind of heavy. Or I, have, I know I have to have this special thing that I do this time. So yeah. because like you said, if I allow the two hours, I will be just as productive, but it will take the full two hours. Right. So tell me a little bit, Tiffany, how did you get into this? I mean, so many of us entrepreneurs, we start this because we start our businesses because we're passionate about something and whatever it is we're doing in our corporate or non-corporate lives, we're like, there's something more. We they're like, I think I can do this better on my own. Or there's that little voice inside going, I think there's more. There's more out there you're supposed to be doing. So tell me, share a little bit about how you got started. What what pulled you into this? Yeah, so I had no intention of going in this direction at all. You know, I, I consider myself a public speaker. I was afraid to speak in public for, for many years, and I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, I actually went to school originally. I wanted to do genetic research, be a genetic engineer. And when I found out... Wow. Yeah. When I found out some of the stuff involved, like the years, plus the politics and a blah, I'm like, right. no. Nah. So I became a business major, <laughs> got my business degree, got out there in the real world, got that first real job and it was loving it and things were going well. Uh, and then in March of 2003, two things happened to, to get me where I am today. First, that um, job that I had that was going great, the board of directors got together, did some restructuring and Guess who is no longer part of the organization? Uh, oh. a, a, very, a very common conversation yeah. Um, yeah. many people are used to. And I was very nicely offered a severance package or a demotion. Um, and then the other thing that happened my, that month, which made me choose the, the severance package, is my mom, who had been battling breast cancer for the previous 17 months, 
um, was given a terminal diagnosis and maybe a couple of mm. weeks left to live. Um, and so severance package was perfect because it, it worked. I mean, the universe works in mysterious ways. I got to spend every single day with my mom. Um, like I was at my house and I let dogs out, but then I'd go over and spend like the whole day with her. And some days it was just crawling to the, the bed. She was at hospice at home and we watched judge shows for hours and hours. <laughs> and luckily back then it was only like a four hour block. If it was nowadays, right. we'd just stream it all day. That would be right. <laughs> um, some days she felt great. Um, and she would get out. I mean, she was in a wheelchair, but she would hang out, but I got to spend that time with her. And instead of a few uh. weeks, we actually got like three and a half months. Um, they say sometimes people will hang on. So we got to have a huge bash for her 47th birthday. Uh, all of her friends and family there to have a great time. The next morning we were having breakfast. She went to take a nap and never woke back up. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, okay, that was my focus for those months. And it worked out well, though. Now I'm, I've lost my mom, my best friend. I don't have a job. What am I going to do? And there was a friend of the family, Jackie, and she would come over at like 10 o'clock on a Monday morning, three o'clock on a Thursday afternoon, um, when everybody else is in the evenings and on the weekends, because they had a J-O-B, she owned her own business. And I'm like, I want to do this. I want to have my own business. So I picked up, moved to Florida and started a business. And what I realized is just because you have a business doesn't mean you have any business. <laughs> but and I saw that the- works. Yeah, I spent the next two years cold calling. I'm good at it. And I detest doing it. Ah, oh, fair enough. And then I found networking. And it was like the, the clouds had parted, the sun was shining. Ah, like, oh, this networking thing. But then I found out just because you get to network, there's like better ways to do it. And so it's just been kind of like this evolution. And so um, starting in 2006, I've started training people on how to get more referrals, how to grow their business by referral. And that's been my main focus Though over the past, I don't know, five, seven years, I'm trying to remember, I think 2017 is when I launched the um, how to have 13 months in your year program, because I'm working with all these entrepreneurs and I'm still working with them on referrals. Love that. Though for many of them, they don't have that harmony. Yeah, They're, they're not even attempting balance. They're just letting their, their job, their company run over them. And so my vision is I want people to be able to, to do what matters. In my situation, yeah, I was unemployed, so I got to spend that time with my mom. But when my grandmother, she had a stroke, it was probably about five years or so ago. And my dad, I was talking to him and like the other, my other siblings were making plans to go down in three weeks to see her. And I'm like, is that okay? He's like, if you can come sooner, come sooner. And so my husband and I, I mean, this was, you know, afternoon, evening, we left the next morning and got to go up and spend a couple of days with her. You know, I was able to to live my life the way I needed to be at that point in time was with my grandmother. Uh, and when my brother and sister had planned to see her, we still went, but it was for her funeral instead of spending the time with her. Um, and so to me, I see so many entrepreneurs that are, I'll do this in a couple of years. I'll do that in 10 years. I'll do that in 20 years. Um, a good friend of mine who is my age just lost his wife last week. And, you know, she's, she's barely even 40 their kids aren't even in high, I mean they're they're still preteen, and he's an entrepreneur and so to me we have to be able to have this harmony in our world where we can make sure that what really matters is where we're spending our time now we can't just fluff off and say screw work <laughs> I mean we still need money we still need to pay the bills but sure, I think it's sure. about really uh, making the most of the time that we have 
when we're working, Absolutely. let's let's do it super effectively and efficiently. So then we cannot be working. Yes. And while we're not working, don't worry about all the other stuff because we've ran it and we're managing it in our business. Absolutely. I think I love that. I love that it's like be efficient where you're doing it. Yeah. I have my hours have shifted since I had a child. So now it's nine to three because mm. that's the school hours, right? So I'm like, I'm I'm not available before nine. I am not available after three o'clock and it works really well because then I am like, I can be absolute mom. I can be absolute entrepreneur and, and Amber that like in my element without <laughs> feeling bad and having guilty and energy drain on either side of that. Because I'm like, no, I put, I put in my time. I'm absolutely focused on what I'm doing, no matter what it is that I'm doing. Like yeah. it's, it gets everything. So it makes a lot more, I, I feel more fulfilled, I think. I think there's like a that. big difference between being busy and being productive. And so it sounds like you really Absolutely. embrace and are knocking the productivity out of the park. Um, <laughs> okay. So you get to spend the time That's with your the little ones. Yes. Yes. I think so. I think it's, it's, it is that harmony. It's like, well, okay, if I'm going to do this, I mean, I was married 13, almost 13 years before we decided to have a kid. That's like, okay, but here's the boundaries for that. It's like, if I'm going <laughs> to do it, I don't do anything halfway. So here we go. So Tell me before I run out of time with you, tell me about the socks. Okay. I everybody who knows me knows if it's not shoe worthy, like that's my bar. Is it worth putting shoes on or is it not? So <laughs> tell me about your socks. What's going on? So I have a collection of over 400 pairs of socks. And <laughs> luckily, socks are much smaller than many types of collections. I, it doesn't take up, True. I mean, it takes up a little bit of room, but not that much room. Right. So it started because I like used to wear fun socks and I'd wear them and I would show them, but I, you wouldn't necessarily see them out and about. And then a, a speaker friend of mine was like, why don't you just wear the socks on stage? So I'm typically got my cute dress on with my knee high or crew socks, full color and a pair of Converse. So I've got about a dozen it. pair of Converse just to kind of see what colors go best. Um, but I, I just got done. I spoke in Vegas for the ICCFA, International Crematorium and Cemetery Funeral Association. And so, of course, I have to have funeral theme socks. Right. I, I speak right. in Cala, Florida, which is horse country of the world. No, horse capital of the world. Apparently, like wow. the soil and the water, like that's where like even the Kentucky Derby and the Arabian people send their horses here. So when I go speak in Ocala, Florida, which is somewhere most people have never heard of, I've got my horse socks on. <laughs> and so it's become kind of a theme to go along with the presentation. But let's be honest, how many speakers do you see that are wearing socks and Converse to go along with their dress when they're on stage? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't do dresses, but I also yeah. don't do heels. So and, and my chiropractor and massage therapist think the converse are much better yes. than the heels, but it's one of those things. And so I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, because we have this vision for what we're going for in our business, but we forget that we need to be memorable. And so one yeah. of my things to be memorable is my socks. It stands out. And yeah. so I think all entrepreneurs have to think, what is my thing or my things to be memorable? Absolutely. I'm Southern. And I let the accent fly. Absolutely. Why not? Why not? It, yeah. See, now you're stepping into that area where I'm like, no, no, no. This is the fun part. This is totally the fun part. Because you get, it seems to me like your socks are not only, like there's this beautiful marriage between this is who I am and this is who I'm speaking to. Yeah. So it's not just this is all about me because that's not memorable. 
let's just like own that. You can get up there and be crazy pants. But if your people can't step into that story with you, if they can't participate and see themselves walking along with you, you don't get their time and energy and memory after that. But if you make it, if you can connect to it with them, which it sounds like the socks are this beautiful bridge between this is who I am and this is who I know you are. I mean, it's like having custom swag for the event. Like, is it appropriate? Awesome. My socks are event appropriate. Yes. Makes total sense. And speaking of the custom swag, because, you know, where would I be without socks with my little gal on them that say more more money, more time, more fun? Oh, I love it. All about the swag. I love it. As long as it, I like that it's branded. That's it. As it's long as it's appropriate. Stamped. It's not, it's not just stamped with your logo. It's actually branded, yes. which is a completely different thing. And I love it. I don't like generic swag. It makes me twitch. And I have a whole soapbox about it. So I love I it. Used to, I used to own a promotional products company, so we could go for hours about it. I'm sure. Oh my word. Okay. I see a whole series of you and I do This is fabulous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I'm watching the time going, oh no. So before I let you go, I have to know because you are such an out there person and because you let your Southern fly, you got like your socks go out there. Tell me about your comfort food. What is your favorite? Do you eat it by yourself? Do you invite others to share it with you? Or is it like, this is, I'm just going to have my own little thing. What is that? I I would say if it comes to comfort food, if I'm just like grabbing something quick and easy, comfort mac and cheese is totally um, probably that. And then if I'm doing it with others or going out or take out, I'll usually get chilies fajitas. That that would probably be my comfort food. I'm I don't... kind of Mexican food. I'm from, Te- well, my family's from Texas. Yeah. And so I'm like, ooh, Mexican food. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> always time for chips and salsa. Always. Yes. I yes. Love it. So do you have like the peppers and the onions and everything on there? Or is it just the meat and cheese? Or like, how do you do your fajitas? It's mainly meat and cheese. And from chilies, I will dump some of their cheese dip on it. Really? Oh. Yeah. See, I did. I learned that accidentally one time because I ordered fajitas and cheese dip, but they didn't bring me the cheese dip because so, they're like, oh, I thought you wanted it with the fajitas. And I'm like, why would I do that? I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Like, why haven't I done this 20 times before? Right. And now I've done it well, probably 200 times since. That's like, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's kind of like, it, it was kind of like I go to, I would always go with my mom. And now, like, whenever I go to my aunt's, like, I see her a couple of times. Uh, maybe once a month I'll go over there for lunch and she'll just order chilies and we'll have us some fajitas and have us some fun. I love it. I think there's something so powerful about breaking bread with someone. Like I think the power of food is one of those things like it's like smell, it's like music. It just absolutely connects you in a way that nothing else can. So I'm just so what's, what's your comfort? What's your comfort potatoes. food? Yeah. Potato anything. Yep. Mostly t- I mean, I'm from Utah, so we're like close to Idaho. So maybe I got a little bit of it like, you know, geographically. <laughs> but it's, it's in just, the water potato tots or I mean I yeah I'm there was one day several years ago I was having a bad day and all of a sudden this guy shows up at my house and delivers tater tots and my business bestie had delivered had like ordered them from a sonic and had them had her husband nice. bring it over to my house it was so like one of the coolest most I don't know it was just like yeah. just her, I will never ever forget it and I'm like it's awesome. exactly what I needed <laughs> it was so perfect like let there be potatoes Always. Always. Love it. Love it. Excellent. I appreciate you sharing your hair with us. I know that you have this. um, It's a challenge coming up. Yes. It's a five day more time challenge that's coming up in March. So tell us just briefly what that looks like. And then I'll make sure there's a link attached so we can join. So I'm very efficient when it comes to time. So it's a 30 minute a day thing. 
15 minute is presentation, 15 minute is a Q&A. Um, and so like, if you can't make it during the live time, it's uh, live streamed into my Facebook group so people can hang out there. Um, but it's 15 minutes and I'll give you two, three, four time-saving tips a day just to, wow. to help. Yeah, so I mean, it's really quick, really super simple things to help you because I find that if we can, most of us are complaining, I need more time, I need more time. So let me help you have two more hours a day and you're going to be able to, if you're efficient with it, huh, you'll be able right. to, to start checking some of those things off your list, getting more done and getting closer to the harmony that you desire. Oh, my word. If you can get an hour or two more a day, I, like that's a whole new world. That just opens up all kinds of possibilities. <laughs> I have one gal, one tip saved her. She said 60 to 90 minutes a day. One simple thing was all it took. Oh, my word. So you're saying it's worth our time to show up. Listen and if not, it's a free challenge. So, you know, <laughs> come and learn, contribute, like invest in yourself the full hour and a half for the week and go crazy. I love it. I think that sounds fabulous. I'll make sure that there's a link for everybody to join in the below. Thank Tiffany, you. thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time and your energy. I, especially your energy. It just lit me up. I'm just excited. Like the rest of my day is going to go so much faster. So I really do appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you. Amber. It's been a pleasure Absolutely. being here. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you for sharing your story, your authentic voice, your authentic Southern voice. There have been brilliant gems dropped here, my friends, and an opportunity to get even more with her five-day challenge. So I hope at least one of these things has found its way into your heart and inspires you to take action today. So until I get to speak with you again, as always, rock on.